Welcome to session 11. We are global recruitment experts, entrepreneurs, and founders of 1111 Group of Companies. We are Tess and Alicia, and we deliver insider information and actionable practices to guide you through the ins and outs of your career journey. We are joined by thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they share exclusive tips to inspire personal growth and career development, bringing you one step closer to your purpose. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) So today we're talking about a a really hot topic that we've been kind of in the exploration of and that we've received so much interest around from our community. I love that. Yeah. So the topic is sober curious or sober curiosity. And I recently completed or set a little goal for myself to do 40 days of zero alcohol. So I completed that last week or Monday of this week. And I want to share a couple of my observations and learnings. Let's talk about it. So I guess I'll start with my intention. So, you know, I I said this on our social media because we, I was doing some posts around it. And I think it's important to kind of say this is in no way means to like demonize alcohol Mm -hmm. or anything like that. It was more like I just felt compelled to take a closer look at my relationship with alcohol. Yeah. And so I didn't even really know that I was going to start it when I did. I just kind of woke up one day and I was like, okay, today is day one. And literally the night before, Mm -hmm. I had been out for dinner with my partner and we had sat on a patio. It was a summer night and we shared a bottle of French Chablis. Oh my God. It was... Are you trying to make me want to drink? (laughs) (laughs) I just need to set the context, right? It's not like I'm an anti-drinker or not that I don't indulge or enjoy a sweet, crisp, white wine. Yes. Because for you, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. This was... Right. You just... Doing a check-in, essentially. I was just doing a check-in. Yeah. And to be honest, I had attempted to do this check-in, uh, take a little break, mm-hmm. maybe two or three times already this year, and then had always started drinking again yes. or had accepted a glass of wine. Or So this time I kind of felt in a different space where I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to take this on right now. And there was obviously... I was having a lot of thoughts in my head being like, are you crazy? It's the middle of summer. It's yeah. literally peak white wine season. There's going to be so many dinners, events, parties, trips yes. to go on, and you're not going to drink. And I thought there's always going to be all of those things right. at any yes. time of the year. So yes. I think I'm just going to do it now. So I decided to do 40 days because it was like a little bit longer than a month yeah. and it was a nice time time frame. And It was more just to like break the habit of like mindless drinking because I think where I sit with drinking is I don't drink a lot of volume when I drink. Like I'll have a glass or two, but I will drink often. Right. Right. So in the summer, I could easily drink three to four times a week Mm -hmm. and have a glass of wine. And there were some times where I was like, oh, did I even need to have that glass of wine? You know, when I got home, like I could have, I didn't have to have it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I wanted to do a check-in around that. So that was kind of my inspiration, what I wanted to do. And I think like if I'm even more honest with myself, I kind of maybe imagine a future where I don't drink. Yeah. You know? I've heard you say that before. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm ready to like fully commit to it or go into it. So I'm kind of just seeing 
what does this look like? Yes. Right? What does it feel like? What does it, How, feel what is it like? like in practice when you're in these situations? Yeah. Yeah. So have yeah. you ever had that like type of thinking or? <sighs> yes. And I think mine stemmed from more of like a physical reaction. How right. drinking impacts me physically. Like I, even from just, cause I'm like you, I, I don't necessarily drink a high volume mm-hmm. of alcohol, but I can really feel it now as I get right. older. It's like one glass of wine and I am like chugging water in the middle of the night. Like right. I'm in the Sahara desert. It's crazy. <laughs> and I think it's, you know, there's a lot of conversation around it now, a lot of narrative and and not just narrative, but research yes. on the impacts of our health. We know how obsessed I am with yes, health and longevity. Yes. And so I heard a longevity specialist say that, some kind of physician or researcher saying that within our lifetime, like as our children are growing up now, they're going to look at alcohol like we look at cigarettes. Right. So that really took me for a pause, right? Like I think there was some belief that alcohol had some positive impact on health, the red wine, but that has been disproven. Disproven. It's it's not a thing. Yeah. Um the messaging is no amount of alcohol is good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like everything in life, it is a balance. I'm not yeah in a place where I'm thinking it's a hard no for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I've drastically cut back. I'm the kind of person where if I just stayed in my house and like, you know, <laughs> ran my business, ran my family, ran my house day in, day out and didn't leave my house, I could not drink for sure. I rarely drink on my own in that circumstance. It's in a social setting mm-hmm. that right. it feels like second nature. And it feels very weird to not yeah. be drinking when everybody else is. Yes. Um, so I think, I think that's really interesting, yeah. right? Because that's yeah. what I went through for the last 40 days. Yes. And, and so, so how did you, what did you do? Like I was with you for a lot of that. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually know you had a goal of 40 days. Yeah. I just knew that you were experimenting yeah. with. Um, yeah, I had a goal of 40 days. Drinking. And that was really helpful for me yeah. to kind of have that framework around it. So I had like something to work towards, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, so I think that's really interesting. It's like, it feels weird to not drink when you're at yeah. a social event. Yeah. And so why is that? Because it's like, we have been conditioned or we believe that in order to connect, to belong, yes. we need to drink alcohol. But like, I just wanted to like challenge those things of like, can I still connect with these people yes. if I'm not drinking? Like, yes. And can I still feel like I belong at this table yeah. if I'm not drinking? And I think that's why it's really hard to question our relationship with alcohol because it's not alcohol. It's about belonging. It's yes. about connection. It's about like at the end of your workday, how you relax. Mm-hmm. It's about how you celebrate. Yes. It's, you know, like, so I'm thinking, can I not celebrate anymore? can I celebrate with sparkling water? Is that a thing? I'm like, surely not. Like, that's not possible. But of course you can. Yes. So I think that's just, I think those are interesting things to check in on, right? A hundred percent. And I think they're, I don't know how to word this, but the word that's coming to my mind is numbing, which is what alcohol does, right? So we believe or have a belief that alcohol allows us to celebrate or takes away the stress of a bad day. But what it's actually doing 
is kind of numbing or dulling emotions, which in some scenarios is helpful and in others it's not, right? So because when I think about being in a social setting and drinking, I think I'm more fun, right? Right, Like I will be more willing to engage in conversation or have different conversations. For sure, yeah. More so than if I was sober, right? Because that's where the like dulling or nothing (laughs) comes into play. So it's just interesting to look at, right? Just to like consider. It's not right or wrong. It's not good or bad. Like it was an experiment, right? For lack of a better word. Yeah, and I think... Like, we'll talk about some kind of tactical tips that you have or that I might have. But just to kind of finish that thought on, like, the socially, how to overcome this idea that you're going to be more engaging or more fun. I think the only way for me to overcome that, there was no, like, tool or plan going into it. It was only by getting through a dinner or an outing and mm. not drinking that on the other side of it, right. I could say, okay, <laughs> right. I did that. I did have fun. I had engaging conversation. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if you have any, if you did anything to like support yourself in it, but I found it was just like afterwards right. reflecting back. I found that motivating. For sure. And empowering, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, some of the things I did was like, I'll order a mocktail and then yeah. you kind of feel like you're drinking, but you're not. And Or those zero alcohol beers. Those were yes, helpful. Yes, you liked when, those a lot. Yeah, yeah. When I really wanted to drink, but yeah. I was like, okay, I'll just have one of these first. And then if I still want to drink, I'll think about it. But yeah. it always like gave me what I needed. Yes. So I think it's like, I think I was just really clear this time. Like I was going to do 40 days. And, you know, I think when we look, we think about our lives And I look at my goals and there's certain areas where I want to be doing better. Mm. And so this is the first time I'm actually looking at like, what do, who do, who do I need to be to call all of those things I say that I want into my life, right? Like what version of myself do I need to be? And so some of the like changes that I've made were this, like really thinking about my relationship with alcohol, my fitness and like how Mm. I care for myself and my workout routines. And I think it's interesting to just look at what are the different levers that we can pull within ourselves to create the lives we want, to create the opportunities we want for ourselves. And I went to this talk earlier this year, Elizabeth Gilbert, she's a writer, she was giving a lecture. And she said one of the most transformational things somebody had said to her early in her career is, what are you willing to give up mm. to have the life you say that you want? Wow. And I wrote yeah. that down because then I've been sitting with it since April and yeah. thinking, what am I willing to give up to have everything that I'm working on or what yes. I want, yes. the type of life that I want? And it's really easy to look outside of ourselves and say, well, this person needs to do this or the economy needs to be doing this and yeah. that my husband needs to be doing this or, you know, for me to then get this. But yeah. it's like, what can we? do ourselves to improve ourselves or to evolve or to think about things differently, to view the world from a different perspective. And for me, it was this, but for somebody else, it might be something else. Yes. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. 
And so what are your biggest takeaways or anything that surprised you or... Definitely need to set myself up for success. Like yeah. the first week I filled my fridge with like Perrier, San Pellegrinos yeah. and the Buble drinks and yeah. all the sparkling water because yes. you don't want to just drink tap water all the time. Yeah. You need to, you know, spice Put it up a bit. Put some mint in there, I some was like muddling lime. basil and yeah. mint, <laughs> pouring sparkling water into yeah. it. Just to feel yeah. a bit more fun. To feel alive. <laughs> to feel alive. <laughs> and then, like I said, I used some mocktails or non-alcoholic meal just to get through tough moments. I gave myself a, a framework, a time yes. frame. And it doesn't mean like on day 40, I started drinking again. Like I haven't drank since. And I'm just going to kind of take it day by day and see yeah. what I feel. I did notice that there was one or two people that were really triggered mm. by me choosing to not drink. Yes. And these are not people I necessarily know very well. Yes, But like, like one person, I remember I was at a dinner event and they were like, why aren't you drinking? Yeah. Like, are you seriously not going to drink? Yeah. And I was that's like, so invasive. <laughs> I was just like, well, I'm, I'm just taking a pause. And, yeah. and that's a real, like sometimes people are triggered yes. when you try to like better yourself yeah. or look at yourself because it kind of holds a mirror up for to them sure. and shows sure. them like, yeah. and so I had to kind of replay in my mind like, this is not about you, Tess. Yeah. This is not about you. Like, just hold yes. still. But it took something from me in those moments to just 100%. like breathe and be like, oh. And I'd kind of downplay it, just taking yeah. a pause. Like, I wasn't even prepared to go into it. But I think it's, I'm talking about it because it's important for people who are like that to think about it's hard enough already for that person. Exactly. <laughs> they, exactly. they might be just trying to better themselves. Or yeah. I got a lot of DMs on our social when I shared about this is that, this happened to other people too. And they were suffering from addiction. Yes. You know, like yes. you just actually exactly. never know. Like it's like asking someone why they're not having a baby. Like you just right. can't ask people stuff yeah. like this. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I actually would like five years ago, I for 100%. sure would have been triggered if you yeah. weren't drinking. I would have been triggered. Yeah. Yes. Right? Like I would have been. So yes. I also reminded myself of that in the moment yes. of like, hey, five to 10 years ago, Tess, this would have been you being yes. that dickhead, you know? like Totally. So I just had to breathe and be like, I'm just taking a pause and, yeah. and just try to like move the subject and also not explain myself to somebody I don't need yeah, to explain exactly, myself to. You. Like, exactly. So I think also like setting the time frame and being really clear on like what my intention was helped me to like yes. hold strong during those times where I was like feeling a bit under attack or yes. wavering or really wanting to drink. And it was interesting like in moments where Sometimes I was at a dinner with people I was meeting for the first time and I was a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, yes. fuck, I'd love a glass of wine. Like, yes. that would really... And then I'm thinking, Tess, you can be uncomfortable. Like, it's yeah. okay. You yes, know? exactly. Because then, then it's everything. Like, I can't... Like, I need to drink to be uncomfortable, to be sad, to be happy, yes. to relax. To like <laughs> Exactly. It starts adding up. <laughs> That's when it starts adding up. Right. That's really cool. Thank you for sharing... That experience because it is personal, it is vulnerable, and it's polarizing. It is like half the people listening yeah. to this are going to be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, like drinking is fun, and I agree. Yes, I agree. Yes. And I, right now, it's like I'm just trying to look at my habits and yes. make sure, like, I actually really believe we create our own lives. Like, I actually yeah. believe that we say it all the totally, time. Yeah, and if I'm creating this, like, I want to know, like, I'm doing it in a way that feels aligned for where I'm headed. Yes. You know? Big things. Big <laughs> things. 
Okay, so we have, um, through Chapter 2 Meditation, we're going to be doing a 30-day of sobriety challenge for the month of September. We're actually going to save it in the highlights on Instagram in case anybody misses it and wants to start that journey later. But essentially, we're just going to be creating tips and tricks and tools and learnings to keep people motivated and supported. We're going to do that. We're going to do it. Should we do a Sober Curious? Because then... You know, I think the difference between sobriety call it something <laughs> and sober curious, you don't like that? No, I really don't. Oh, okay. Because sober curious is just, yeah. you're just looking at it. You might cut down your drinking. Yeah. I like the connotation of it. I don't know what it is about. That word. The word. So you'd prefer to do a sobriety, which is nothing. Well, I'm not. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm saying I like. The flexibility within sober curious, yeah. but I hate. I don't know why that word. Like that words. word is triggering to me. But the point being, yeah, is come join us on C two, yeah, chapter two, chapter and two check it meditation, out. Our website or our Instagram, yes. And we know this is a hot topic because we received the most DMs about this when I started talking about it than we yes. have for any other topic. I know. I so love that. It definitely hits a nerve. Yeah. And if it's for you, come over. If it's not. Have a drink for me, please. (laughs) And I think it's useful, like you were saying, if it's not for you, I think it's important to understand kind of the nuances and the and right where other people might where be other at. people might be at in their life and their journey i think it's yeah. interesting because you mentioned you looked at it because it was affecting your health yes so that's also a huge deal exactly right exactly 100 <laughs> yeah. percent. all right that's it that's a wrap okay <laughs> toodles if i'm not canceled i'll see you yes. next week <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Session 11. You can find us on social media at 1111talent or at Chapter 2 Meditation. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Our intention is to provide you with value. So if you got that today, please leave us a review and a rating. It really helps other people discover our potty. Okay, sorry about that. She's Australian. She means podcast. <laughs>